The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. <laughs> and A.J. Applegar. Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful. Right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, my co-host AJ Abagarth. What is up, man? Uh, football. That is what is up. <laughs> yeah, baby, it's back. Week one. We're here, and uh, I know our boy Dave Eddy is uh, super happy. Grunt got at least one touchdown already. So uh, let's do it. Uh, nice. My mom, who I just ripped for taking him as the fifth tight end, uh, is probably about to text me and tell me, you suck. Me, <laughs> so, who you also ripped. But you didn't take him as the fifth tight end overall in your league. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not quite. Um, yeah, he just scored. So... All right, man. So, yeah, week one is here. We're ready to rock and roll. We got Dallas and Tampa on right now. Tampa is winning 14-7. Uh, and, um, yeah, we're ready to get you guys ready for week one of your uh, fantasy football seasons. Uh, before we get going, though, just want to remind everybody to subscribe, follow us on YouTube, Periscope, wherever you listen, you know, iTunes, Spotify, etc. cetera. Um, we appreciate your support. And, uh, yeah. Let's get rolling here. Let's uh, let's bring in our guest first here, Shane Barrett, founder of Fantasy Football Collective, writer for Going for Two, co-host of the Fantasy Nightcap podcast. You are a busy man. What's going on, Shane? <laughs> busy is is almost an understatement. It, uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, so happy that football is is finally here. I'm a big college football fan, so I got a little bit yeah. of a, a dose of it last week, and then NFL is here now. So I'm Absolutely. ready to rock, man. Absolutely. Who do you root for in college? Uh, Auburn and Notre Dame. Okay, I, I can I can go over with Auburn. I'm not needing Notre Dame. We're 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 Hokies. Most, most so, people uh, are Notre Dame people. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we won't we won't comment anymore. <laughs> I, I my uh, my grandfather I went benched, there. Well, I benched Gronk. You benched Gronk? No, no. For who? For Ertz. <laughs> I don't know him. Okay. Uh, that great. <laughs> AJ's no longer my co-host. He's been fired for being an idiot. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I guess Dallas? Come on. They're terrible. All right. Anyway, man. Um, so... We got a we got a good show ahead of us. A lot of week one uh, talk here, you know, kind of end of the preseason kind of news and, and notes and things like that. And then uh, you know we'll jump into some picks and stuff for for the for the week. But uh, before we jump into anything, let's do our favorite segment here: beer of the week. Mm, beer. All right, Shane, guest of honor. What you got, man? Yeah, I am drinking uh, Trap Hop. It is a Tropical IPA with grapefruit and passion fruit. Um, I'm going to tell on myself here a little bit. My guilty pleasure show is Southern Charm on Bravo. And one of the characters on or characters, one of the people on there, Austin, is actually the guy that brews this. And so I, he actually nice. launched it in Greenville this weekend, but he's from Charleston. So that's where it originally started. And I was actually in Charleston this weekend. So I got some there, but he nice. was here in Greenville. So... <laughs> 
Um, I really like it. It's got a, a ton of flavor. Um, 6.1 al- percent alcohol by volume. Um, it's really good. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I dabble in the, the Southern charm with, uh, with the wife occasionally. We haven't yeah. seen it lately because I don't know. We don't have cable anymore, but um, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere that we can find it. Uh, but yes, I, I myself am drinking um, an other half brewing, past and present. Um, right. It's been a while since I've had other half. Joe drinks it all the time, so there's oh. my past, and the present <laughs> is right now. All right. I am drinking yeah. a, uh, a the last of the beers that you gave me, AJ, the, uh, the Victory uh, Cosmic Connection. Uh, I have not had this yet. It is an eight percenter. It is a sour New England style I, double IPA. So yeah, sour. I'm interested to know what you think. Yeah, because I'm not a sour fan, but obviously I like the doubles. So we'll see. Basil say it all. Yeah, you can taste the sour. <laughs> I gave it like a three. It's yeah, It's not my. It's not oh, my bag, but it's oh, all right. Out of. 10? Five, out of, so out of five, okay. so it's on Untapped. Uh, we 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 check in oh, everything yeah. on Untapped here. So, um, well, I got to remember my login. <laughs> yeah. We can add each other as friends. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out afterwards. All right, man. Um, so we had some other stuff that we were going to get into first, but obviously we all got bombed with with the news. You know, mid this afternoon. The guest bus went down. The Bravens lost yet another running back, and it's just brutal. I mean, all three that were on the roster to start the season, <laughs> well, to start the preseason, are no longer there. Um, ACL tear. I mean, now it's Tyson Williams' time, I suppose. I mean, he's going to get a huge bump in value here, at least early on, while guys like Le'Veon Bell, and they just signed Devonta Freeman, and there's a lot of rumors that they might try to go out and grab like Latavius Murray as well. I mean, like, why not? Um, what's your thoughts here with this backfield? Is it something that you're going to target early on with Tyson Williams? Uh, I'm probably – I've grabbed him in a couple leagues. I actually grabbed him and Justice Hill wherever I could. Um, and when Hill went out, I was just like, all right, bye. And just started yeah. cutting him. Right. And then now it's like, okay, well, do I start Tyson Williams this week or not? Um, I, I really don't know, but I think it's, it's become one of those backfields. You almost don't want to have any part of, in my opinion, yeah. at least long-term. Um, so this week I might throw a dart at, I mean, I'm in way too many leagues, so I might throw a dart at Tyson <laughs> sure. Williams this week. Um, but long term, I am probably trying to get out of that backfield wherever I can. Yeah, I'll be honest. I uh, sort of family league uh, this past weekend drafted Tyson Williams with the like next to last pick. Was actually surprised he lasted that long because it's a bunch of Ravens fans. And so when I took him, like oh half God. the league like groaned at me, and I was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> so now I'm like, "Who wants Tyson Williams? <laughs> Come yeah. and get him! Like trade, 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 trade!" Like that's the thing. Like his value, I feel like at this point, isn't really going to get much higher, because um, eventually Bell's going to chip in. You know, Freeman is going to chip in. This is going to be a three, 
four man backfield if they sign somebody else soon. I just don't now, see any of these guys really just being the dude. The only one that would intrigue me is Latavius Murray if he goes there. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good fit. And Murray, I think, still has enough left in the tank. So like him getting didn't cut look by like it last year, but yeah. I was was kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just yeah, I, I agree with you. It's one of those like I just no. It sucks for I mean a million best ball leagues it feels like and I have Gus Edwards so many places. I was taking him in like the twelfth round, you know, earlier in the summer and now, now when JK went down, I was like, Yeah now I'm like, Oh, now it doesn't matter. <laughs> so. I did I did my work league draft uh Tuesday night. And I'm gonna pull up the draft board because where he went, I was stunned. Oh, he was going like fourth fourth round in a lot of leagues. I yeah. grabbed him in uh in our in our Maryland league, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. That one that sucked. Uh, I think they yeah, kinda double tabbed uh, running back there. I got Mike Davis right there too, so they kinda like balanced it back out. But yeah. he went four or five in my work league draft yeah, one pick I mean, before I took uh where did it go? I keep losing this. And I should there it is. One pick before I took DeAndre Swift. I mean I, I don't at the time, like Edwards was the guy. Like he was honestly to me, like the only guy they were gonna really trust to carry that carry the mm-hmm. ball there. You know, I thought he was going to easily be a top twenty back. And yeah. now that he's not there, like we're trusting an undrafted free agent. You know, I, and then like a wash job, Le'Veon Bell and Freeman. Like I don't know, it just doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. Like, who's here for the Lamar Jackson fifteen hundred yard train? <laughs> I kid, but I mean, really, <laughs> it could happen, guys. Like, who it else? could very easily happen now. <laughs> I mean, like I thought about bumping Lamar up a couple more spots in my rankings because of it, and I just didn't pull the trigger right before the you know right before they locked on fancy pros but you know it is what it is but uh yeah just another massive injury here but uh and of course i have a feeling that was going to be one of the teams that we were interested in watching and still might be coming up here in our next segment that so players teams situations you know things that are interesting to us uh as the season starts, like something you are paying close attention to. Shane, I'll let you go first. So I put a handful of these down. Um, mm-hmm. And the first one I'm actually going to go with is actually the last one I put down. It's the Jets running back room. Okay. Because I think a lot of fantasy Twitter, including myself, is on the Michael Carter hype train. Yeah. Um <laughs> But then there's also some, hey, look out for Ty Johnson. He's going to be sneaky. Um, and then they still have LaMichael Pirine, and I know not a ton of people probably love LaMichael Pirine, but um, he's a guy that I was intrigued by last year in rookie drafts and would take him late when I could get him. Um, so I'm just interested to see how the touches end up getting split in this because that has a huge impact for fantasy. I think Michael Carter is the most talented back there. I, I'm not necessarily sleeping on Ty Johnson, but Carter just seems to fit that scheme so well and is really, really talented, especially for someone who's my size at 5'8". Yeah, the, the guy's incredible. I mean, I mean, you know, Notre Dame fan, 
you watch probably plenty of ACC football. I mean, mm-hmm. him and Williams both just destroyed teams last year. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I know he got a little, um, you know, trumped by Williams a little bit. But, I mean, if he wasn't Which, there, like, we'd all be all over Carter. I mean, oh, he would have – he would have – the stats he would have put up by himself would have been astronomical. Um, he's such a good player. He's, just, he's tiny. But, I mean, like, that can work for running back. I don't know. Uh, I like that one. But, uh, AJ, what else you got? Yeah, I mean, we can't forget that Tevin Coleman's there, too. Um, yeah, that was right. the one I was forgetting. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I totally missed it. You didn't say his name. That was I, the one I was forgetting. so many. Well, I mean, P, P. Ryan, I, I'm a fan of as well. And he, to me, is the the biggest back that they have. And it's not by much, but he's, he's bulky and he's the tallest of their group. Um, I want to say he's only like still six one or something though. He's not super tall, but I think if, if he gets some touches, he could surprise some people. Um, but to me, I, I know there's a, a lot of hype going in on Ty Johnson. Um, I feel like there's just as much on Tevin Coleman though. I mean, he's apparently getting the starting gig, but I, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is a very fluid situation. So We'll see how it goes week to week. And, you know, and Coleman is used to being starter this week, back up the next week, injured for three weeks, starter again, and whatever. So hopefully that doesn't happen to him this year. It probably will now that I said that. Um, well, but, that's probably why I forgot about Coleman. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he he's just – he's not on the field enough. So I, I think he's going to have the slight edge, but – Carter is is definitely uh, he's definitely talented. So Carter feels like one of those like the rookie running backs last year where they all sort of jumped off the page halfway through the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Carter could be that guy. They're gonna slow roll him into the offense for some reason. Which I guess whatever. Yeah. So, um, well, the one that I was uh, going to talk about here, I guess would have been the Baltimore backfield and offense in general. I don't think we really need to go back into that again. Um, the only the only point that I will make, obviously Lamar is going to run more, but is this going to force him to pass the ball more? I mean, if they have two retread running backs who, you know, were decent uh, and then – you know, a rookie guy that's undrafted and he's their, their go-to they've got Trenton cannon. Who's been looked at as more of like a special teams kind of guy. Maybe he has to step in and be a breather guy now a little bit more, but you know, Baltimore in general is a, a triage unit. It's literally the entire team right now is just injured. So well, I, I Marcus don't... Peters tore his ACL today too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that sucks. I mean, it's just, and I don't know if this is, you know, if this is what teams get because they didn't want to play their starters in the preseason or whatever, since it was shorter and this and that. You know, not that I would think that that's some kind of weird karma, but I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I'm 
very questionable on their offense right now outside of Lamar. Um, what about Andrews? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have a, a few leagues where, where I have Andrews on the roster. And, you know, I'm, I still think he'll be okay. I don't know if he's going to be um, like a top tight end. I, I think he this helps might, him, actually. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I do too. now. I moved him ahead of Hawkinson right after I heard this news. Yeah, I think it'll give him, you know, a, a much better edge now. Beforehand, I like I had him and was like, all right, well, you know, he's still a, a solid option. You know, it's not like I'm sitting there worried about streaming because I have him on my roster. Um, but yeah, I, I do like his his upside. He does get a slight uptick from me now too. Other than that, though, I mean, are we are we looking at? Duvernay, is he gonna like shine this year? <laughs> Who knows, man? I don't uh, know. This, this team, this whole offense Sammy outside of the Mars is a guy. How to yeah. not be injured? Nah, I mean, I think this whole offense outside of Lamar and Andrews is now a big fat fade for me. So, um, yeah. So something I'm interested in is watching this Denver backfield. Um, I want to see how it plays out with Mel Gordon and the Javante Williams. Um, you know, we already talked about Javante a little bit and how talented he is, but you know, Gordon's. I don't, I don't know if Jordan's just a guy at this point, but like he, he doesn't really like wow you, right? I mean he, he's been a big volume play back for a while, and now you gotta imagine he's not going to get the volume. Uh, the problem is, is like Williams probably won't either. So this is like a true split backfield. I couldn't rank either one of these guys very high. I did put Williams slightly higher in my in my draft rankings, but I didn't get any very much of either of these guys. Um, I took Gordon and Williams a couple of times in, in best ball, just cause you know, they're going to have games where they both pop, but yeah. Um, in, in redraft, you know, normal season long leagues where you've got to set a roster every week, like it's going to take an injury. I feel like for one of these guys to really just come out on top, but it'll be interesting. Cause I do think Williams is the better talent. It's just a matter of if they're going to give, won the majority of the workload consistently enough. And that's what yeah. I'm interested in watching. So I don't know. Any quick thoughts on that before you give your next one, Shane? No, that's, I mean, I've been saying that all off season. I think Melvin is going to be a, a bigger pain in the butt to Javante Williams uh, managers than people are anticipating. I agree. Williams is the, the more talented back there and, to me, Gordon at this point is just an inefficient plotter. Um, but I think he's still going to be annoyingly present to where Williams managers aren't going to get what they want as fast as they want. I think by week eight, at least that's what I'm hoping for the few shares of Javante that I do have, that by week eight, Javante will be getting more of the lion's share. But yeah, I, I completely hope so. agree what you said. All right. So, what's your uh, what's your next situation here? You're okay. So, I'm gonna here. I'm gonna group these together as one, um, if you guys don't mind. So, it's sure. four wide receiver rooms, um, and it's actually four of the more talented ones. So, it's the Cowboys, the Bucks, mm-hmm. the Rams, and the Bengals. Yeah. So yeah. the reason all I, I'm intrigued by all four of these is they've all got loads of talent. And 
all of the situations to me point to we don't know who the wide receiver one is necessarily going to be on these guys. So I'm going to be kind of watching that week to week, especially early on to see where these quarterbacks go. Cause like Stafford, is it going to be Cooper Woods? How much does Higby get sprinkled in there? Right. The Cowboys, they've got weapons for days. Yeah. Gallup dominated the first drive for them until the touchdown that Lamb got. So, yeah, (laughs) I'm with you, man. I'm with you on that. In fact, I had the Cincy offense kind of written down as one of mine, too. So I'm I'm right there with you. Um, Well, and that one is like it's it's T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Boyd. And people, I feel like, are freaking out about what Jamar Chase said about the (laughs) – As uh, they should the the balls being different or whatnot and i don't know i think he's probably just a dumb kid like at this point he's still just a dumb kid and and not thinking about what he's saying i think it'll end up working itself out because he's talented enough um it may linger as a a drops question more this season but after this season i don't think it should be a problem i i'd be shocked if he ends up being a, a complete bust yeah, that was interesting though. Like, oh, the ball's harder to catch because it doesn't have the white stripes on it. Like, oh, good god, <laughs> stop it! <Yeah. laughs> You're being paid millions of dollars to catch a football. Guess what? Go do it. Um, no, I'm with you though. All of these, all of these are there, and, and uh, I'm totally blanking on which show it was now that we had early in the off, you know, in, during the uh, draft season here. But some AFC North show. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just, it was just a general. Oh, that's statement. another one too. <laughs> The Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah, yeah, but somebody, I've been, somebody made a comment that the fact that like these crowded wide receiver rooms don't really, they don't shy away from them. They don't go, oh, there's too, too many mouths to feed. Like these guys are all going to get the ball, right? They're all going to yeah. get there. So like you don't necessarily have to worry about who the wide receiver one is. Yeah, they're not going to be a Stefan Diggs. They're not going to be a, an Adams. They're not going to be a Calvin Ridley. They're not going to be that level. They can be on any given week, sure. Um, yeah. consistently, consistently wise, no, but it's, it's one of those, like, these guys are all going to be, you know, really good. So, you know, target them as your wide receiver twos and, you know, threes and be happy with, you know, the floor they're going to give you. And then the ceiling weeks that they give you are going to be just monster. So Massive. that's, that's the way I looked at it in, in most of those situations. Um, and you know, we're already seeing it tonight. These these guys are all just spreading the ball around, and everybody's getting there. So um, it's just that, that that's the way it goes. So um, AJ, what's your next one? Uh, yeah, I'm just now seeing a touchdown. Trying to see who it was too, though. Amari. Yeah, I'm not an Amari fan, but yeah, we both hate Mark Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> He's just too inconsistent for me. <laughs> Oh, from a fantasy perspective, absolutely. Yeah. Um, for for the my, for the price he goes for in drafts, mm-hmm. his consistency is terrible. I'm like, I'd rather take somebody way later than him. Yeah. He'll have his he'll have his three forty point games, and it'll carry him to like wide receiver ten for the whole year. And you're like, yeah, but he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, my co-host though got me uh, signed a Mark Cooper jersey because we're both Cowboys oh, fans. Oh, jeez. So man. I've actually I've got that. Notre Dame and Cowboys. 
Why are you here? Just kidding. <laughs> blame, blame my grandfather. <laughs> R.I.P. I mean, we got we got an yeah. ex-Washington go, fan, and we, and we got we got an Eagles fan over here. We got a Giants fan as the producer, and Keith. Like, what happened? <laughs> How'd you let this one sneak in, Keith? <laughs> anyway, who's, who's the, the Eagles fan? What? Oh. The the Eagles? Exactly. Yeah. Was anyway. What you got, man? Well, speaking of all of those teams we just right. talked about, it's a beautiful segue into my will the NFL least uh, East transform back into the feared division it once was no. with the quote-unquote <laughs> new quarterbacks um, and, of course, Danny Dimes, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, sorry, Keith. Uh, sorry, not sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I I just want to see if Daniel Jones can even grow a mustache that has a third of the hair of my own, um, and then maybe I'll give him some props. Doubt it. But I want to see if he can run seventy five yards. I could outrun him seventy five yards and not butt fumble it. <laughs> oh <Jackass>. man. Anyway. <laughs> So by new quarterbacks, I mean, obviously a healthy Dak, um, who is by far and away the best quarterback in this division. Um, Jalen Hurts is still trying to figure out if his team even likes him uh, or if they want to ship him off for Deshaun Watson. Um, and then you've got the I beard, would, you know, one of my all time favorite quarterbacks of all time favoritism i guess you could say um i i just think it's going to be very interesting to see you know this team all the division games in this team and with these teams are always back and forth they're always great games um i feel like they're close games a lot of the times unless you know any of the teams are playing the Giants, and then it's just not really that close. Um, wow. Not, not sorry again, Keith. <laughs> you can chime in anytime. Keith, Keith is allowed to unmute and yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. Don't worry. This is, all, this, this is pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. But, I hate the no, Giants as much as you guys hate the Giants. <laughs> Hey, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> true, true typical Giants fan fashion. Yeah, yeah, I hate the Giants. I, I actually don't really hate the Giants as much as I, I know. You know. They're like my like least Dallas or, or football team because I I mean they're just it's it's almost just embarrassing to continue to hate on them that much. But I think I've made my point. Um I don't know. What do you guys think of this division? Do you think it's gonna kind of come back into prominence and you know aside no. from the division games where they're just going to beat up on each other probably or are you know are we just looking at Dallas running away with this um no Dallas I mean or foot it's going to be between Dallas and football team it's not going to be the Eagles I'm sorry mm. also not sorry I I I think it's I've actually picked the football team to win this division um because yeah. i think it comes down to defense their defense yeah. is best in the division they're by, by far a long far. shot then uh keith you'll enjoy this i think it's probably the giants yeah. and then who knows what the 
Cowboys and Eagles. Well, the Cowboys have now turned Tampa over twice thanks to their running backs sucking. Uh, Rojo fumbled, and then Fournette dropped a just easy catch. No, that was just picked off. Fournette like let it go right through his hands, and then the guy picked it off behind him. Oh, right. love it! Yeah, so I both their running backs are probably benched for the game, and I believe it's Keyshawn Vaughn season. Let's go! They, yeah. they don't have um, oh, what's his name that they signed? Gio Bernard. Is, yeah, is he hurt? Is he hurt this game? Oh, is he uh, out? Yeah, I know he was like questionable. I missed the start of the game, so I haven't seen. I was at my daughter's and softball they, practice. They don't so have, I I'm gonna to totally butcher this, but uh, Dare Abuwangle. Oh, good Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, sure uh, you did. He's in Jacksonville, oh. I think. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, in, he's in Jacksonville, but yeah. So who knows what they're gonna do with their running back situation? But no, um, this division still sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, I the, Washington is the slim favorite in my opinion, only because of the defense. But I mean. People think if Fitzpatrick is going to be the savior for them at quarterback, like, eh, no. Like, there's a lot of people that don't think he's going to start the entire season, and then we're talking about Heineke, and I it's just like, I don't understand gosh. that. Like, why? Like, the only thing holding why? them back is a quarterback. Go get one. Like, figure I this out. I'm fine with Fitzpatrick. Uh, for fantasy-wise, really- I love him, but for, like, actual NFL games, no. I, I don't know. I mean, he's better than what they had last year. No, of course. I mean, that's, that's not hard to beat. But yeah, like, but he is player of the year. Where the rest of the team uh, is like they're gonna like. Come on, that guy stepped on the field and got comeback player of the year. <laughs> he didn't even have to Alex do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he he could have fumbled and thrown like ten Maybe. interceptions each and none, nothing else and just been player Everybody comeback player of the year. A thirty for thirty story. Okay, it's fine. Hey, it's a great story. Like I I never thought he would play again, but. No, division's not great. But let me move on here. My next one here is uh, is honestly these rookie quarterbacks. Um, you know, we've got we got Trey Lance, who's going to be sitting behind Dalton for I don't know what, maybe a, a quarter. Um, and then <laughs> we've got we've got Trey Lance that is super intriguing, um, playing maybe side by side with Garoppolo at times, or who knows what's going to really happen. <laughs> Literally have no idea what. <laughs> Dude, I mean, why wouldn't they? Like, they hate her to hand the ball up. Bye. Like, who knows? Like, what? I wouldn't put it past Shanahan to, to do something like that. But then you got guys like, you know, obviously we got Trevor Lawrence, who is the number one pick and is probably, you know, what a lot of people who are smarter than me, you know, it, football call the best quarterback prospect to come out in a long ass time. And since luck, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, just about it. And then, and then we got Wilson, right, for the Jets. Who I kind of was like, I don't know. And then, like, dude, the preseason games, he looked sharp. He, I really started liking him as the yeah. more, as the more he played. And I get it, like the preseason, the preseason. Even the Jets, like when they when they were playing their starters, they were playing against backups a lot because nobody was playing their starters. But, like, he still looked really good and way better than I thought he would. So, like, he is also intriguing. So, all of these rookie quarterbacks, I kind of want to see how they're going to perform, you know, with actual NFL schemes being placed against them, not these backups and things like that. So, you know, I think this is a a very good top end of the quarterback class, Uh, one of the better ones we've had in a while. So, I'm very curious. you forgot one, too. Fields, Wilson, Lawrence, and Lance, and... Mac Jones, baby. All right. I did forget one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, thank you. 
Uh, yeah. Dad bod. Yeah. So Matt, dad man, bod Mac, Mac Jones Mac got a got put against Cam Newton. Uh, so that's uh, still yeah, totally another one. It's just that. I mean, Who's we talked about to. That's my question for him. I mean, is he gonna throw people him? like Myers a lot. He's really looked good. I, I think um, and then those tight ends obviously are top top notch. So I think that's going to help him. And then you know what? Like, I really think Mac Jones being there helps James White's value out tremendously. Because yeah. uh, with Cam there, like he just never used him. So I think that helps out a lot too. But yeah, that, you're right. That's totally another one. I did not list that one down. I just, I don't know. I'm just making my notes just from my head and it didn't just went right over me for some reason. But yeah, good one. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's mine. Shane, do you got any other ones uh, that you want to mention? Wait, wait, wait. The only other one is the Broncos quarterback situation. Yeah. Um, just because I don't, th- I would be shocked, and I felt this way if Locke was the starter. I'll be shocked if one of them plays the entire season I without agree. ever getting getting yanked. Um, I think with Teddy starting, they're going with the more conservative mm-hmm. route. Um, so he might he might last longer than I thought Locke was going to. But if they get in games where they need someone to to get in a shootout, man, I could see Teddy getting yanked for, for Locke um, to try and keep up with. I mean, because mm. if you think about it, they've got to keep up with Kansas City and the Chargers four games out of their 17. Yeah. Why the heck are you not starting Locke in those games? Uh, I mean, obviously so erratic, like oh, totally. But the you almost need that erraticism and the ability or the willingness to take shots to keep you in those games because otherwise you're gonna get smoked. Yeah, Just like I, 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 Dallas. I was you mean the opposite way? <laughs> no, they were both. They're both brown. Oh. Brown on brown. No. Oh. <laughs> brown won. One it's, of them. It's a, it's a tough call, man. I don't know which one to pick. Um, yeah. Antonio, always. I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all I've got. AJ, you got any more? I don't have any more. I think we've mentioned most of them. No, I mean, the, the Denver offense in general. In general, was one. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think we can move on. All right, so the next topic I wanted to bring up here is, uh, you know, it's early on. We, we've just come out of drafts. There's a lot of guys on the waiver wire that are pretty low-owned but getting some pretty big hype. And, <clears throat> you know, but they're still low-owned for whatever reason. Um, and so just some guys to, to watch for or maybe stash if you've got, you know, some junk on your bench or maybe you had Gus Edwards and you got to go just pick up somebody. Um, the first guy I've got written down here is Brian Edwards. Um, yeah, like I was actually surprised to see him less than 25% rostered. Uh, now we use the Yahoo uh, roster, roster percentage, uh, list here, but, um, AJ thoughts on Brian Edwards. I like Edwards. Um, I, I thought that he was potentially the better draft pick for them last year. Uh, you know, ahead of Ruggs, even though Ruggs was the first receiver taken 
in the draft. Um, both of them dealt with a lot of injury issues and whatnot. And, I, you know, that's the only thing that I'm, I'm worried about with Edwards, you know, being held back because of that. But I'm not seeing any signs of it right now. And, you know, I like the upside. Yeah. I mean, when you get compared to T.O. and, and um, Randy Moss, man, like, yeah, it's, I mean, you better it's, you better be good. Okay, company. I mean, <laughs> it's not, not Jerry Rice or uh, you know, but Shane, any other any other thoughts on Brian Edwards before I move on? Or I mean, he's just he's got sneaky sneaky upside because after Darren Waller, who is Derek Carr going to throw to? Brian Edwards. I really like Henry Ruggs, but um, I mean, both of those guys are really good late values in my opinion yeah yeah i think they're both good they're both good there uh next one on my list is terrace marshall and uh you know the carolina slot man uh probably the biggest slot receiver i've ever seen in my life um but i mean that's what he did at lsu and he was great at it and you know he's he's got dj Moore there he's got robbie anderson there so it's going to be tough to find the targets, so I guess I get it. But I, I think the upside is 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 right there as long as um, oh, excuse me, as long as uh, you know, quarterback can can get on the ball. Darnold can actually uh, be decent <laughs> now that he's away from the Jets. Shane, what's your thoughts there? And, and Adam Gase, um, You're yeah, right. I, I, I love this. Especially from a dynasty perspective, I think he's got a lot of a lot of potential. Um, there was a meme that was going around where it was like when she tells you not to worry about the other guy, and then it's the other guy, and it was Terrace Marshall just <laughs> going up and mossing on a touchdown in in practice or whatnot, and That's then good. Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore just sitting there like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. Um. Like you said, the upside is there, but the the question is, how is he going to get any path to targets? Because you've got DJ Moore, you've got Robbie Anderson, then it's Terrace Marshall, and that's just the wide receiver room. We're forgetting, or not we as in this collective room, but we as a a fantasy collective and and Twitter are forgetting that Christian McCaffrey is coming back. Yeah, he's going to steal a lot of those as well. A lot of targets. Christian McCaffrey in 2019 was a thousand yard rusher and receiver. Mm -hmm. That's going to be humongous for the values of DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Terrace Marshall. So I'm just, with him being third on that pecking order right now, unless he just pops immediately i'd be a little weary but he'd be someone i'd be willing to stash yeah he's definitely more of a watch guy that for me than, than stash unless you're in a super deep league you know obviously dynasty he's 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 been rostered everywhere so yeah next guy on my sorry round. what i yeah, was yeah. saying in, in dynasty he was going in second round. he was first guys. round in mine oh wow wow yeah i ended up getting a uh wow. more after him oh. And I was that. super wow. happy. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. Uh, so next guy on my list is uh, Mr. Tony Jones from New Orleans. Now that they've let Latavius Murray go, I feel like people are maybe slow to the news. I, I feel like he, you know, he's picked up in Scott Fish all over the place, and in a bunch of the leagues that I'm in, he was he was snagged. Uh, now that this first waiver run went through, and maybe that's just what needed to happen. But I feel like on Yahoo, most people are you know first come first serve at this point. So why he is rostered at 25% or less at this point, I, I was just mystified. Because, I mean, like, look, Tony Jones was getting some talk. Some, it was 
garner some noise toward the end of the preseason and then they finally let Latavius Murray go like that was always the talk and so I I went and like snagged him in a couple places like late just why not and I, I got lucky and Murray got let go for real and uh I think people need to catch up to this one because the second running back in New Orleans has always had value. Kamara is never a, you know, 30 touch a guy game. He, you know, he's going to get his, but that's never his game. And he is probably going to get hurt once or twice this year because that's just what he does. And those games, Tony Jones is going to go off. Eat. Yeah. So, Shane, Tony Jones, yay, nay? Oh, I, yeah, yay. Yay, 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 yay. Like, Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Um, no, if if he's still available, I would definitely go pick him up. Um, because, I mean, hell, I had Kamara and Latavius Murray last year in Scott Fishbowl. And there were weeks I played both of them, and I got value out of both of them. Absolutely. So, yeah. Tony Jones slides into that role. He's younger. He's probably got a little more uh, bang for his buck than, than Murray does. Yeah, I'm – all in on on Tony Jones wherever I can get him. Especially, so this is an unpopular opinion on Twitter, but this is just how I like to play fantasy football. If you have Kamara and you don't have Tony Jones, I think you're doing it wrong. And that's just my personal opinion because I know other people are like, go grab other people's handcuffs. Well, if I can get my own handcuff to lock up that backfield, because like you said, Kamara is going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Then you yeah. plug in Tony Jones for that week, and holy mother of God, you're getting both the touches combined into one player. So, like, for me, I'm trying to secure that backfield if I can. So, if you've got Kamara, like, I, I want to have Tony Jones. Yeah, there's only a certain number of backfields where I would even consider taking consider, the handcuff. Yeah. That's yeah. one of them. It, it, Dallas, it is Minnesota, yeah, Dallas, Minnesota, although Cleveland. maybe not this year because last year Madison was just garbage. Um, yeah. But, you know, there, there are definitely backfields where, where you do that and, and then you just don't do that. Another, you, you know, you'd be better off, you know, if, if you're trying to get the handcuff for, I don't know, uh, New England, right? You're just going like, oh, who yeah. knows, whatever. Like, go, go. Yeah, go yeah. take go take the next guy up for another team. Like when the guy gets hurt, like go out and get the better, you know, player elsewhere. Who's going to get a starting role, you know, when they get hurt. And that, that that's, that's just my thing. So like handcuffs are tough because I mean, unless your guy actually does get hurt, you are kind of wasting a roster spot, but Tony Jones, that offense for years has had the RB two have value. And so that's why I put him on this list immediately. As soon as I saw it, um, the next guy up here for me is Paris Campbell. Um, you know, Ty being hurt for the first few weeks here is going to be is going to be very very interesting for him. You know, Paris Campbell has had some injury problems, but I think he's super talented, and I think he's worth a, at least a watch list type type guy here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> AJ, any thoughts on Campbell, real quick? Yeah, I mean, I I like Campbell. I I, I think Wentz has it's been a while since he's really had a strong receiving core to go with it's just always been you know him to Ertz. so i like campbell to hopefully kind of break that tight end quarterback you know room camaraderie a bit um and that he gets more of a chance um you know we know what what jack doyle is we know what mo alley cox is 
they're going to get some some action, but you know, if this offense is going to move, and especially with Wentz actually having a decent line in front of them uh, again, then I like I like Campbell's upside for sure. Yeah, me too. The last one here I've got, and it's a it's a trio of players, and it's sort of whoever you like most, I suppose. Randall Cobb, MVS, and Alan Lazard. They're all under twenty five percent. Dude, one of these guys is gonna is one of these guys is gonna go off. I mean, last year it was Lazard before he got hurt. I mean, he was great. MVS is going to have his weeks. Randall Cobb will probably have his. I am very, very interested to see who Rodgers uses the most as the number two receiver. Look, maybe it's none of them. Maybe he just spreads it out to all of them, and it's obviously he's going to pepper Devontae Adams. But I don't know. Shane, you don't seem to like either of these guys. So, I, so I, I'm an anomaly. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. I have three favorite teams, okay, in the NFL. All right. Packers, Cowboys, and Browns. So, as a Packers fan, I cannot stand these three dudes. <laughs> they, like, MVS has stone hands. He's obviously got the speed to take the top off the defense. Uh-huh. And for some reason, Rodgers will still throw him the ball. I don't understand it um, because of how often he drops the ball. Yeah. Lazard, I just... I, I, I just don't see it. Like I don't, I don't get it. And then Cobb, like, it's a great story that he's back in Green Bay. Hopefully, they can win a championship, and he, can, they, him, and Rodgers can, Devontae can all retire and ride off into the sunset. <laughs> um, but I'm not rostering any of these three guys. Like I can't. Like they're all too inconsistent for me. So if I, if I'm taking a shot on a guy being the second wide receiver for the Packers outside of Adams. Tanya and Aaron Jones. I'm actually going with the rookie Amari Rogers. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I like that. It's very interesting. Uh, I mean, look, I, I can get on board with that. Honestly, like it's really that the reason why I put them all together is just because I think somebody is going to pop out of that group eventually. Like I just, yeah, I find it hard to believe that Rogers isn't just going to finally start figuring out who's number two is. And last year we kind of, like I said, we kind of saw it. It was Lazard. And then he got yeah. hurt and couldn't get back on the field. Um, if I think if Lazard can stay healthy, I think he's obviously the guy. I mean, you mentioned it. MVS has stone hands. Cobb has always kind of been slot man Cobb, and you know he's had up and down. You know, even well, when he was in his old and hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. It's it's like To still being in the league and going back to San Fran. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. To's a hell of a lot better than Cobb. Cobb's had great seasons. Die, bitch. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> live, live podcasting, folks. There we go. We got it. Yeah, but. That was the Eagles to the Giants this year. Every game. Oh, my gosh. And, and probably the only two games. Keith is glad this is short-lived. Jesus. They will be, they will be the bug. <laughs> that, that we're going to be replacing him soon. You're just ripping on the Giants. Uh, um anyway man let's um he's not here i mean (laughs) i know but at least i don't have to hear live in his face anyway let's uh let's rip through some injuries here aj um i'll take the left column here you take the right column uh starting off with some running backs and uh austin eckler 
dealing with a hamstring, hasn't really practiced this week so far, and, you know, he missed a bunch of games last year with a hamstring. This is worrisome to me, Shane. Like, this is one – like, we're only going to stop on a couple of these. This one actually worries me. Like, I had him really high up on my rankings list initially, dropped him as soon as this happened, like, into the second round. Um, I had him at the very back end of the first round. But, I mean – how worried are you with, with this injury already popping back up? And then who's the next man up, in your opinion? From what I've seen, I mean, what from what I've seen on Twitter is everyone wants it to be Larry Roundtree. But what the Chargers are actually saying is that the next man up is Justin Jackson. Yeah. So that's the guy that I'm trying to roster. I think everybody just I, wants to be the, the new guy because we've seen yeah. Justin Jackson not really do it <laughs> yeah no so, yeah, totally. i get it i get it so but uh, uh yeah I, i'm i'm worried um yeah especially just because i mean i love eckler um i know and was hoping to hoping to finally get like the full i've got herbie fish please come back loaded with eckler like it was going to be glorious i thought i thought i, I, thought I had my yeah. running back room like Fully loaded myself with with Scott Fish. I had Eckler, I had Carson, and I randomly grabbed James Robinson pretty nice. late in Scott Fish. And as soon as that happened, I was like, I was like, yes. Um, Etn too though. Not in Scott Fish. Different. I mean, too many leagues. <laughs> that was right. Razball. My Razball team oh. was already dead. I had Acres. I had Etn. I had That's Xavier crazy. Jones. I'm out. I'm already gone. <laughs> Nothing I can do with that team. I have to look at mine. I'm out. I finally tweeted the uh, the the group today, and they were just like, "Well, nice play with you, Joe." And I was like, "Yeah, see you guys. <laughs> see you next year." <laughs> so it's been fun. Anyway, um, myself yeah. Out. So we already talked about Justice Hill with the Ravens, so we'll move on there. Um, like I said, I'll take the left the left column here, AJ. Uh, we got a bunch of these receivers all dealing with like hamstrings or knees or whatever, and. I think most of them are going to play, if not all of them. So DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, undisclosed injuries, but I think they're going to play. Ayuk, Galladay dealing with hamstrings. Galladay is kind of the only one that sort of worries me more than any of them just because he's been dealing with it all preseason. It just well, I think Ayuk like... practiced this week. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think he's getting some I, work. Yeah, I put a lot of these in from like Tuesday. Yeah, and then we got Diggs and Brown dealing with knee injuries. I think they're good to go. Um, obviously, Antonio Brown is on. is on here. And then um, we've got uh, Odell Beckham and D.D. Westbrook dealing with knees. Um, I think they're good to go, though. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Marvin Jones dealing with shoulders. And then uh, Thielen dealing with a thigh injury. But, uh, yeah, again, I think most of these guys are going to go week one. They're just playing it safe. They're not trying to rush them through you know, the first week, these guys are all, you know, they're all vets. They know what to do. So, yeah. So looking, uh, sticking with receiver here, uh, we got a, a triumvirate of guys dealing with a groin injury between Tyler Lockett, Curtis Samuel, and Tyrell Williams. Uh, we got Darius Slayton with an ankle injury. Uh, Will Fuller, we obviously know is suspended for week one, um, and that's still from last year so he won't be playing but it's not injury related uh jameson crowder is on COVID reserve uh ty hilton we already touched on he's on ir with neck injury um shocking to see a baltimore raven on here rashad bateman (laughs) 
is on the IR with a groin injury. Entire so. team's going to be hurt. <laughs> he and was actually then, one uh, of the guys that I had on the under 25% roster ship. Yeah. Um, to go grab, especially if your league has an IR, because you can stick him there. Yep. And then he'll be back. We don't know oh, yeah. when yet, but he should he's be back this season. Um, I think it's so, like three or four weeks is what they were yeah. initially claiming, but yeah. So I'd go grab him, stash him on your IR, speed. and yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah offense is going to be different than what everybody expected. So he could he could be much bigger than, and people yeah, really I mean, like him too. So I I, I get it. Yeah, a, I like he that. Was getting a lot of hype, and you know, I guess he just wasn't nearly as good at tummy sticks as Lockett, Samuel, and Williams because they're only questionable. Um, and then Michael Thomas is on the pup for his ankle. He will return at some point. Maybe. <laughs> we have no idea. We thought that last year. I don't know. Sorry, Shane. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so moving on to tight end. You me with that one. We got uh, Noah Fant with a leg injury. We got uh, I mean, Evan Ingram it here. Either that one. or Dick Chicken. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Evan Ingram. I, I just ignore him sometimes. <laughs> we got uh, Evan Ingram here with a calf injury that seems to be like, you know, there's so, there were rumors that this might be, you know, I don't know, season ending might have been a little too drastic, but, you know, that was being said. Um, but it sounded like he might go on the IR. He hasn't yet, but it doesn't sound like he's playing this week. I mean, what's your thoughts with Engram, you know, entering this season, knowing that this calf injury is, uh, you know, giving him fits? I, it, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I just, yeah, I'm done with Evan Ingram. I've been done. I'm even more done now. Like, yeah. Just go like you didn't live up to your potential. You've pissed me off now. You're hurt or stone hands. Like just get out of my life, Evan Ingram. Yeah. Go sell insurance or something. I, t- I yeah. took him as my tight end too in a bunch of best ball leagues. So that kind of hurts if he doesn't play. So it was sort of like he just kept falling. And I was like, well, well, fine. I mean, I know he's going to get thrown to for, uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm not sure anymore, but he's going to get thrown to. <laughs> sure. I'll take a chance. And now he's hurt. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and on the same token, Kyle Rudolph is hurt. So, yeah, I don't know who they're going to throw to there. Um, finish it up, AJ. G-Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just love it, Keith. <laughs> I'm, I'm I won't be watching them on Sunday. Don't worry. I, <laughs> I won't I be watching Red Zone. Uh, yeah. So uh, a couple of guys that that we still have on the list here. If I can get back to it, there we go. Uh, Hunter Henry has been dealing with this shoulder injury um, in the preseason, Shocker. so he hasn't played much. I know. God, talk about injury riddled tight ends. Um, and then. Uh, Hawk, we already talked about a little bit. He's also dealing with shoulders, specifically the AC joint. Um, a couple other guys that I had looked at but didn't put on. Uh, Nick Boyle, again, Baltimore, you know, knee, MCL. He's doubtful. Jesus so Christ. that also bumps up Mark Andrews. Uh, uh, <coughs> they need see. to cut the grass and relay the sod. And- uh, yeah, yeah, who knows, man? That's I don't know. Like, abysmal here. 
Herb Smith. I don't think we talked about him yet. He is on the IR with the is he out all year? Meniscus. He is not, he's I, out. He is out all season. He's done for the whole year. Okay. So another, another, another one of my favorite tight end two targets in, in best ball. Mm-hmm. Peace. Yep. My yeah. best ball team suck already. Yeah. Rudolph. Oh, you know what else is funny? Caden uh, Smith for the Giants is also questionable with a knee Jesus injury. Jesus Christ, do they uh, have a healthy tight end on the roster? They have uh, no. Levine Toliolo or whatever. <laughs> he is uh, nice. on the IR with an Achilles. Um, oh, I thought you were saying he was healthy. Nope, nope, nope. That's, uh, <laughs> That's not his last stand. So um, no, they do not have a tight end apparently. And oh wait, <laughs> here's a guy. Here's a guy that, that that's on the, the roster. Uh, Ryzen Ryzen John. Maybe they okay. We can move on. Um, yeah, he's on the IR with an ankle injury. So no, <laughs> no healthy tight ends. Sweet baby uh, Jesus, oh, man. That's it. That's, Keith, uh, I'll be praying for you on Sunday. Like you said, he's not watching. But I don't there's, blame a, him. there's a ton of guys on this list that are, you know, free agents here. You got Virgil Green, weight, ankle, questionable. Um, All right, stop it, Adrian. Yeah. We're moving on. Okay. All right, let's finish things up here, Shane, and uh, we're going to jump into some DFS plays. So we're going to go through some what I call smash plays. You know, these can be those high price <laughs> players that you're just going like, you know what, I don't really care how much you cost. I'm plugging you in my lineups. You know, like it, – in most of them, these are going to be the guy that you start with. You're just going like, yep, click, and then move on from the rest. Um, we're going to start go with some fades. Obviously, guys that you know you just want nothing to do with this week um, in most cases. And then some value plays. Some guys that are you know probably more like in the lines of like the 6,000 and below range. You can go oh, even perfect. to the 4,000 below range that uh, oh, I've got a can, couple just, can just yeah. be this smash plays at this point. You know, I'll in the opposite ways of being smashed from the top. So I'm going to start with one here. It, actually two, like top of the, I'm going to take the two easy ones. Christian McCaffrey, and Dalvin cook. Like they are the two highest priced players on the slate, but yeah, by the way, this is DraftKings. Um, everybody, that's what I focus with. Uh, that's where I play. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey, and Dalvin cook, two highest priced players on the, on the slate. Their matchups are so sweet. Like, Starting the year off, Christian McCaffrey goes against the Jets, and then Dalvin Cook goes against Cincy. Like, yes, they're just going to eat all game long. Like, I don't want anything to do with those passing offenses. It's going to be all the running backs. Bye-bye. Like, that's it. So, yeah, just give me those guys. Let me start with one of them. And uh, and I'll move on from there. I'm I'm assuming you agree, Shane. Yes, Cook yeah. was one of the guys I had on my. Yeah, I had absolutely. three of the 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 bigger targets in Cook. Was yeah. My three. So who's another who's another smash play that you like? Yeah, the other two for me that are just bigger guys, bigger price guys are Calvin Ridley and Alvin Kamara. Ridley yeah. is going against Philly. Sorry, AJ, but I don't know what that defense is going to be able to do to stop him. Um, and then Camaro with MT being out, Jameis being the starter. Like, I think Camaro is just going to get a shit ton of value, uh, or yeah. volume. And even for Camaro, like, if he sees 65% of the snaps, he's going to have a good day. Like, yeah. those, those are two I'm, I'm all in on. My only yeah. worry with Camaro, and, and I've mentioned this before in, in past shows, is there was an article that our old producer, Jeff Hicks, sent to us and saying that you know winston 
doesn't actually check down to his running backs. Like he, he just doesn't. Um, Now it's a different offense and they, you know, Sean Payton game plans to get Kamara the ball. So like that will be different. Kamara will get his, but I think he will lose some value this year just because Drew Brees, like his safety valve was to always look Kamara's way whenever yeah. things yeah. wasn't open deep. Winston was just like, no, nah, I want that. And I'm going to throw it down that way anyway, regardless of what, how well, bad it is. So, so, <laughs> right? so my 30, 30 for 30. My only hope, Joe, is that after That's a fantasy sitting six pack full circle behind Breeze <laughs> and learning from Breeze and Peyton that Jameis will make some better decisions. We'll, you would we'll, hope. We'll you see. would hope. Yeah, we will all see. Yeah. I think that is the uh, that is the hope for sure. But uh, yeah, time will tell. But no, I, I still like Kamara. And, but and what what running backs did he have? to actually want to check down to that's a good point i mean are we are <laughs> we going back to uh dariaga day peyton no. barber well yeah shit barber was pretty he's pretty good out of the no backfield. peyton barber was three yards in a cloud of dust <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that's no aj he wasn't he wasn't done <laughs> he wasn't good Gort, no wait that was way, he wasn't there no Florida no, State, no no so I, I don't know. um i'm gonna yeah, say no, this i'm gonna State. say this too Another guy that you can kind of that that you can set up lineups around, I think like a Kelsey Mahomes stack would be mm-hmm. phenomenal, or even Kelsey and and Hill stack would be good here. Um, I know they're both very high priced, so that's going to set you back in other places. But yeah, I mean Cleveland's I mean, defense is going to okay, be improved for you. But yeah, I mean like again with week one, we're going to get dudes like Taysom Williams, who's going to cost nothing. Who shouldn't who shouldn't have been on the well? Yeah, he's he's Monday night, so that doesn't count. But there are going to be guys like that that there are, are super that duper cheap. In the Monday, so um, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you play the the full weekend, including Monday, Monday, then, then, yeah, slate, absolutely. Uh, and they're going to have to update it before the game, I would assume. But if you're going, they can't in, update. They can't update the values at this point. They've been set. They can't do it. No. It, but I'm talking about can you do the the like what a, what the hell the MVP crown guy or whatever if you just play the Monday <coughs> and you oh. take the five players his price is gonna have to go up for that the showdowns yes um I I still don't think I don't they can, can I still don't think they can change it because there have been people that have entered with the old pricing. Uh, right. You can't you can't change it. That's how it works. That's why I always kind of think it's silly. The, DK comes out with their pricing for week. Every that's why. That's why I don't. That's why I think it's kind of silly that DK and Fanduel comes out with their pricing so early for week one. But uh, you know, hey, they they still make their money, so they're fine. Yeah, they're um, on the bus, Gus. Shane, you got any? You got any other ones? I got, I got one more smash play that I really, really like. But uh, no, the rest of mine are are value plays. All right, I got one more, and and to me, it's it's Aaron Jones. Um, He's not super high priced, Um, and I mean he's sixty eight hundred, so you could technically call him a value play. But he's going against New Orleans, who I mean they got a good offense, but I mean or a good defense, but like. I still think Jones is just going to get his. I, mean, it's, I think at 6,800, that's almost like an automatic, oh. like you need to be in my lineup. 
Joe, I actually lied. There is one, and we actually right. talked about him in the last segment. It's AJ Brown against Arizona. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, I just—I mean, he's at seventy-one hundred, uh, and I—I I don't know if Arizona is going to be able to stop him. So. Yeah, I, I like yeah, that. I, I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> um, so, all right, what are some fades for you, Shane? I'll let you start this one. Uh, shameless plug here, but if you read the uh, Starts and Sits article for Fantasy Collective that was released, I think, this morning, um, it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So I, the only thing that I think positively that will – benefit ceh this week is game script i think he could be used more in the passing game because i think this game could end up being a shootout um but cleveland's defense is absolutely nasty um on paper i'm as a a browns fan i'm hoping to see that Hmm. translate translate onto the field um but i mean their defensive line you've got miles garrett and jadavion Clowney just to start and then now you've got jok coming in to be a freaking I don't like a. Hornet. They did well even, in the draft. They did. They did yeah. very well in the draft, and uh, so I get I, it. I just, I think that combined with he's he's a little injured. Um, I think he's get, he's dealing with an ankle. Um, that's my biggest concern with Ceh. So he's my my fade of the week. Yeah, my fade is Saquon. Uh, he's yep. the sixth highest. R- price seventy eight hundred. I think is what I just running saw. back is seventy eight, which for yeah. Saquon is cheap. Um, but we've all heard the rumors that he's going to be, you know, kind of slowed played into the offense. Um, and he's going against Denver. Like, no, thanks. Sorry. Um, I I don't, you, you can't pay for Saquon like somebody will. And if he goes off, they're going to win. Cause it's just, you know, it's going to be that one random off play that that's going to work. But that, that's a no for me. I'm not even close to paying for that. Um, yeah. I mean, if I was picking one, I would look at, um, I'd look at Herbert, honestly. Um, yeah, you know, Herbert if, against Washington. That's a that's yeah. a good, that's a good. I'm not interested. It's, week. What's his price, AJ? It's sixty seven. Actually, at, man, yeah, six, it's not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. Horrible, but still. There's some guys under him who I think I'd rather play, and and I exactly. have one listed Maybe in my in my values. Save yeah, two hundred bucks and get Tannehill. Um, going against Arizona and, and stack it with AJ Brown. Hello, yeah, <laughs> that's um, what I've actually. I've got a lineup pulled up right now, and I've got that exact stack in it. <laughs> Hurts against Atlanta. That's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I've also got Julio in that lineup too, so he's going at sixty eight hundred. So yeah. I've got a Tannehill, AJ Brown, and Julio stack in this that's lineup. Solid. That's solid. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think. I just I just don't like the Chargers in that matchup in general. I mean, especially if Eckler's out too. I mean, he if he plays, which it doesn't sound like he will, um, it changes things a little bit. It it, it opens more things up, but I, I I'm just worried about Herbert. Does anybody like like Javante Williams or even like the AJ Dillons and like the Tony Jones at 4,000. Like, I mean, are they even considered can, you know, knowing they're going to be the backups or, you know, splitting carries. I mean, that's cheap. I mean, you get a touchdown out of them. You probably get value, right? Yeah. Is it? Um, I, 
I don't something to it. think about. I, I mean, mean, if you I, really want to pay up a whole bunch of other places, that's not that's not I, the worst I idea. Think I feel that like I I don't mind. My value pick is Kareem Hunt because, again, I think this game is also going to be a shootout. He's going up against his former team. Um, I think he's gonna you know Chubb's gonna get his. He's I'm not of course about that, <laughs> but I think this could be a game that people are, are thinking, oh, it's only going to be Chubb and whatever. And, and Hunt. Well, no, know, in a, a shootout with Kansas City, they got to they pass. Was, <laughs> That's his role. It was a little disappointing, um, you know, with his <clears throat> time to shine when Chubb was injured last year. But um, Oh, I've got a great stat for you, AJ. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. In... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so, I can still hear. Good God. <laughs> Kareem Hunt... When Nick Chubb was in the lineup, do you know how many points per game he averaged in fantasy? I know it was more than when he was out. Actually, it wasn't. Really? It was 13.6. Do you know how many he averaged when Chubb was out? 13.6. Yes. Wow. I, I mean, I guess. I just knew it wasn't good. Oh, yeah. uh, here we go. Yeah, Breaking news from Sleeper. Thank you. The Ravens and the Latavius Murray are working on a deal that Let's would bring go. a better free agent oh, to Baltimore. Right. I knew that was going to happen, man. Ah. Pick him up. Good so for should, I dro- should I drop uh, Devonta Freeman and and then go grab? I would. Uh, I think Devonta had, hadn't really been in the league for, what, two years? Yeah. I think he's, he's been on he's, teams, but he hasn't been used. Yeah. I think he's toast, yeah. man. He gone. Yeah. Bye, All right. Uh, any other fade, Shane? Nah. All right. Let's move in here to some values. <clears throat> I'm going to start with receiver. I'm going Callaway. The dude's cheap as hell, man. <laughs> like, that's I looked at it. I was, I was, right? But this is, that's what I yeah, meant. Like, yeah. you're going to get these guys times, that were yeah. – You're going to get these guys that were priced before they should have been. And Callaway's oh, yeah. at 3,400. Like, I don't care if you think Green Bay's defense is any good. 3,400 for the wide receiver one. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to pair this one right now. Jameis Winston is my, my, my wide receiver, my quarterback value. Love he's it. like dirt cheap because he got priced yeah. before they knew he was a starter. Yep. I love so, that. So, yeah, I mean, like, just plug it in. How, like, it, how does that even happen? It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to set our prices, uh, you know, mid August. They do it. They do. <laughs> that's what's nuts about it. Because they just do. That's just stupid. I mean, I've got a great value play here for quarterback. I have six. All right, but I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give you two that are related to what what Joe just said. That yeah. these guys are clearly priced before they should have been, and it's Elijah Moore at three thousand. Wow. And Kyle Pitts at forty four hundred. Forty four hundred. Wait, 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 wait. But we knew Kyle Pitts was the start. Why the hell did yeah. that happen? He was hyped. I miss I miss that one. I didn't look at I didn't look at tight ends very yeah. much for some reason when I was doing well, this. So I did not realize that he was forty four hundred. That is amazing. So my other value play is actually Hawkinson. So even if he doesn't play, I think he's priced to hold on, I can pull it up because I got All it. the tight ends are kind of cheap, honestly, outside yeah, of Kelsey. Usually and Kittle. Are is what I've noticed, but I'm but if wow. I'm setting the lineup this week, it's Pitts it's Hawkinson like, or Pitts. Uh, Hawkinson's forty nine hundred. That's yeah. stupid cheap. I feel like for the uh, volume. Sam Fran's defense is they're they're good, but who like someone's gonna have to score fantasy points for Detroit, and it, even with 
Amon Ross St. Brown. Come on. Oh, well, I, I, yeah, I love I Yeah, love I know. I do too, but yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you here. I do. I mean, I, I, could, I could go with like Gerald Everett at 3,400. Yeah. Like the tight end, you could just punt. Like, unless you really just want Kelsey. And like that could be the play. Like, you have to go the Kelsey Mahomes route and just stack it there and then build your lineup elsewhere because there's going to be tons of value. Because like your tight end, like if you don't take one of those, t- and I did that a ton last year, you just go after Kelsey or Kelsey or, um, uh, uh, I'm blanking on the Pitts. name right now. Uh, what yeah, no, I'm talking Waller. last year, Waller. yeah. Wall, you just went after Kelsey or Waller last year, and uh, he just were like, Fine, I'm good, and he didn't have to worry about it. And then you got so much value over everybody else at that position that you can make it up in the other positions, and like you that yeah. might be the case again this year because Kelsey's obviously a beast, and you know, Kittle going against Detroit is just a lockdown, maybe two thousand yeah. dollars cheaper, that's even better. So I don't know. I mean, it's got tight end sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Chase Edmonds, like the catcher at 4, of football. <laughs> Logan Thomas at forty six hundred. Uh, I do not like Logan Thomas. I, I mean, not I this year. Love it. Well, not, but not this week either. But I mean, I Connor, down on Connor's him. at forty five hundred. So take I'd go Connor because he's probably going to be the goal line back. Yeah. And I can't stand um, James Conner. Like, I'm so far out on James Conner. He's like Evan Ingram. Like, you're old. You're hurt. Leave me alone. Get out of my life. I don't want to talk about you anymore. But if I'm picking between the... Mac Jones is 4,400. Oh, my God. That's... that's well, no. Actually, I've got Mac Jones as a sit in my article, too. Because um, yeah, the I Dolphins' mean, secondary is one of the best in the league. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just like scrolling down this list of seeing. Names yeah, there's all the all the rookies yeah. are super underpriced. So, but buyer beware with them, honestly, in my opinion. So, yeah. but yeah, it's it's there anyway. Um, another value I've got here is uh, T Higgins. Um, oh, really? I What's his he, price? Uh, I just, I just don't know his price. Uh, I saw it and I was actually shocked at how at how low he was. Uh, and now I can't find him on my list here. So give me a sec. Is, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I should have written down. That would have been smart. Would have been a good idea. Forty-seven hundred. What? Yeah, what? he's going against Minnesota, and like I get they upgraded their secondary, but like, come on. T Higgins what? is legit. Like, <laughs> give me some T Higgins. Uh, Why? Why is he forty-seven hundred? Sometimes the pricing here just boggles the mind, man. Like, you know, I get we're all worried about Chase and they've got Boyd, but that's that's the thing. Like, Boyd's kind of a plotter. Like, he's going to get – he's a slow. Like, he's going to get his. Yeah. Chase, is he's going to struggle week one, it's going to go all to Higgins. Higgins is almost like a like, – he's going to be, he's gonna be in no so threat. many – he's going to be in so many of my lineups. Um yeah, that's at another one of mine. Forty-seven. That's oh, um, that's a, yeah, that's a that's, monster that's, value that's for me. It's a it's yeah, a value that, that, smash. I'm yeah. literally filling out a lineup and putting him in it. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I glad I glad I could be of service. Holy um, cow! Phil right, Lindsay. I don't really. Phil Lindsay. I, I yeah, that's a tough situation. That's another one of those. I I meant to He's put it on the on the list too. of like situations I want to watch. Like yeah. just the Houston yeah. offense. Like what is it gonna be this year? Um, I, I think everybody thinks Lindsay should be the guy because he's obviously young and talented and, you know, he's proven himself and the other guys there are old and 
old. Why? So we're just gonna, we're just gonna old, move on. From, yeah, we're just gonna move on from them, right? They uh, they should. No game listed. Is it because of the trade? Oh, that is interesting. Were that were their values already set before that trade? I mean, because that was maybe that was a while ago. Yeah, but they do they do I mean, set these like weeks ago. Like it's it's yeah. kind of strange. I'm not really sure. I mean, honestly, anyway, Shane, what's another what's another value you've got, man? Let's yeah, close I'll, this out. I'll give you the the last three that I've got. So I've got Russell Gage at 5300. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Davis at 5,400 and I put in parentheses on my, uh, legitimately paper notes vomit, um, <laughs> because I just, I don't like Mike Davis, uh, but it's a but cheap running back starting running back. Running I get back. it. Yeah. And then I actually, um, I put he a defense on here. I put, uh, I, like I put Jacksonville. They're playing Ooh. Houston. And I think I got to go, well, I'll put them in this lineup so I can tell you what the defense is. Um, they are where'd you go? Twenty seven hundred. Against yeah. Houston? Yeah, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that. I mean the Jags defense is so bad, but yeah, I, I can I can Yeah, but that's the kind of defense and the kind of game that you're you're taking one of those defenses knowing that one of them is going to get a turnover touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you're going, that, you could do the Texans versus the Jags who have a rookie quarterback, and no matter how good we think Lawrence is, it's his first real NFL game. Things could go that. bad real quick. Real. <laughs> um, and a rookie coach who is full of himself. Dude, that – okay, so you brought up rookie quarterbacks earlier. My biggest fear for Trevor Lawrence is Urban Meyer. Like I think the world. Of I Trevor hated Lawrence. that signing. I hated that I, signing. I think Trevor Lawrence is, like you said, the best prospect we've seen <clears throat> since Andrew Luck. He's mm-hmm. going to be great. I think the one thing I think that can ruin him is Urban Absolutely. Meyer. Absolutely, I am hundred terrified of that. And fifty percent agree with you there, man. It is terrible. I hated that signing, and everything that he has said this entire offseason has just made me, you know, think that even more. So. Uh, my last two here are running backs and I wrote down and they're not like cheap, cheap, but they're, they're good enough here. Um, I went with, uh, I went, I mean, you could go, you know, both Harris's here, like Najee Harris and Damian Harris, both like, you know, 63 and 52, like they're not super values, but they're, they're cheap enough to where like they're, I think Najee Harris to me, like. He's the starting running back for sure. Going against Buffalo is tough, but I mean, I think Pittsburgh wants to get him the ball, so like he could be a big volume play there. Harris, New England running backs, buyer beware, but I mean, and going against Miami's defense as well, not great, but 5,200, like you could do far worse. Uh, the last one here is obviously, uh, I think, Mr. James Robinson. Um, that's, a, that's just another one. He's a 64. I was actually surprised at his price, but going against Houston, like. I think they're going to ride his coattails to like take a little bit of pressure off of Lawrence in this first game. Um, that's just my feeling, and Houston's defense is garbage. So I think James Robinson could have a really big day, this, you know, despite a kind of middle value there at 6,400. So I, I mean, keeping with that, too, you got Chenault at only five. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot. Bad play. I mean, really, I'm looking at this this whole Jets Carolina game, 
and everybody seems to be a value play that's not named CMC. Um, so would you take Terrace Marshall as your flex? Let me let me read you the lineup that I'm I'm literally building on our show. I'm I don't Matt Ryan, Dalvin Cook, CMC, T Higgins, Elijah Moore, Ridley, Jared Cook, Jacksonville's defense. Would you throw Terrence Marshall what's, in there as your flex? What's your what's your price range? I've got thirty three hundred left. Thirty three hundred. Oh. I don't hate it. Um I mean, that's the kind of game to me that, that could just turn get into ugly. an ugly game that's really good for DFS. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony I, Miller's there too. Crazy to like Byron Pringle or? Uh, I can't do no. it. I can't make myself do he's it. A, he's <laughs> a big play flex guy. Like, yeah. oh. I mean, I I don't know. All right, so thirty three hundred you got. Yeah. Uh, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough, man. You're getting you're getting I mean, into the back end of the it, nothings. It's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, hold on, Elijah Moore. I answered. I've already got him in the lineup. Oh right. I, yeah. Sorry. I answered our question for who's going to play tight end for the Giants. <laughs> He's not actually a tight end. Oh. It's Colin Johnson. Johnson? Wait, who is it? Colin Johnson. Ah, he was cut by the Jaguars. The Giants picked him up. Mm, there we go. All right. I'm actually. I'm gonna throw him in there. Why the hell not? I mean, they're <laughs> so, probably just gonna use him to block and just use a bunch of like four wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't hate Cephas. Um, I, I mean, That's, I, I thought about yeah, him. I, can't. I don't love the matchup. I mean, again, you got Jack Doyle in there. Yeah. I'm not a fan of doing nah. tight ends in the flex. I, I don't, to me, man, I, I I like the Pringle play. Like I I don't I as you know, you want to go that cheap, and he's like one big play. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna hit value easily. Um, yeah. I'm not I sure. Mean, I, all right, I, I, I've I, already figured it out. Here's here's the play right here. All right, here Clearly, it. it's KJ Hamler going against none other than the New York Giants. <laughs> He's not on the week one injury. Report, AJ's cutting us off the air. <laughs> Amon Ross, A. Brown. Three thousand. He's at three thousand. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, then I would take. I would, I would take him over Cephas. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I think that's it. We got. I think that's that's it. That's it for the show. Um, yeah. Right. Shane, before we let you go, man, uh, you know, promote your stuff, man. Let us know what you got going on this season. Yeah, so I will be doing the Fantasy Nightcap podcast. We record Monday nights, and that will be released Tuesday. It'll be a waiver wire show and just kind of a recap of the week. Um, I'll be continuing Collective Knowledge, which is a show that I host on my own. Um, And that will kind of be just sprinkled in on different days, typically like Tuesdays and Saturdays, maybe on Thursdays, depending on how crappy the Thursday night game is. Um, but that's one where <laughs> I'll just be getting to know the fantasy community and um, just trying to get to know people better in the fantasy community outside of, of fantasy football. So um, working on getting guests scheduled for that. I've got three good ones coming up. 
and I don't remember who they are right off the top of my head. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then I'll be writing articles for Going for Two and for the Fantasy Collective. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at FF underscore Collective. That's K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V. And like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Absolutely, man. Glad to have you on. And uh, it was a great yeah, conversation. So yeah. we will uh, let you go here. And you have a good night, man. Good week this season. Thanks. Or good luck this season. Good week good this week season. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I suck. All right. Go Giants. <laughs> go Giants. All right, man. Um, AJ, that's all we've got for the show. Um, just want to remind everybody to you know subscribe and follow our YouTube channel. We got some great football shows coming up th- this season. We got the the Wolfpack show on Friday night. We've got the Sunday School DFS show with Dave Eddy and a, and a friend of his on on Friday night as well. We're going to be doing the Last Call actually with uh, Shane's uh, leader there, at going for two with uh, Jeff Lambert. Uh, and then Sunday morning, we're going to be doing a, um, a kind of a start sit kind of, you know, injury and, and news update podcast with uh, Mike LaPlante and Dylan Clemens uh, on, on Sunday mornings as well. And then I think the Fantasy Edge is coming back. So we, we've got a lot of stuff going on. So make sure you subscribe to that YouTube channel and uh, tune into all of that. It is great stuff. So with that being said, let's close out the show.